Welcome to Spiritual Fertility. I am your host, Allison Buckland. I am a mother to a miracle and a highly intuitive and transformational teacher, coach, and healer. I believe that each of our life experiences shape us, providing valuable lessons from which we can transform, expand, and evolve in this lifetime. When we are armed with the right tools to bring about our own self-awareness and shine a light upon some of our most darkest experiences, we then begin to experience an awakening and rebirth, a reinvention of ourselves and the conscious awareness to take action and co-create the path ahead. Join me each week and listen in to hear my guests' impactful stories along with their empowering tools to ignite and inspire. I'm providing a supportive, fun, and collaborative space to collectively initiate and motivate change within you, spark your curiosity, and bring hope and inspiration to your own soul's path. I'm excited for you to join me and see what we can discover. Okay, here we are. Welcome to the next episode of Spiritual Fertility. I'm Allison Buckland, and this is really exciting because it is the first episode where I've welcomed on a guest and making this more of a conversation, interview style. I'll introduce her in a moment, but before I hit record for this episode, we were talking about our intention for this episode, and so I will share that it is all about making the listener or bringing in the listener to have awareness that spirituality is in every facet of our lives and not just an intangible thing that is out there that is oftentimes talked about, but really how it can be woven into our everyday lives. So our intention for this episode is to have that come through. And my first guest on spiritual fertility is my dear, dear friend, Danielle, and I will let her her share a little bit about what she does and who she is and the facets of her life. But to give a little background, Danielle is just an amazing person in my life, has been a teacher for me, a healer for me, a friend. And the funny thing is, is that this is maybe only the second or third time we've ever been on Zoom together. We usually talk on the phone. And in the over three and a half years that we've been connected, almost four years we've connected, we've never met in person. And we are like soul sisters and besties. And we know lots about each other. But I'm going to let her do a lot of the talking um, as I kind of sit back and guide and lead and ask questions in this conversation. So welcome, Danielle. Thank tell you. Tell ever tell our listeners a little bit about um, who you are and what you do, and then we'll get into all the fun spirituality, fertility talk as we go along. Okay, so I'm Danielle. Hi, I am a mom, single mom of two uh, little ones, and my trade, what I do, I'm a Reiki practitioner, and a lot of people uh, don't necessarily know what that is. So it is energy healing. It is channeling uh, divine healing energy through the hands um, and placing the hands on somebody's body physically or by distance uh, to relay that healing energy. There's a little bit more than that. It's uh, very intuitive. I, I receive messages from my clients, uh, let's say spirit guides or spirit team. Sometimes there's a physical sensation. Sometimes it's just uh, an emotional sensation 
or you just get a message relayed. Really what my intention is behind what I do is to help people find their way back to their own path, the path home to themselves. So all of my clients will receive steps for what their next steps are on their healing journey that's individualized for them. I do tarot card readings, oracle card readings, and stuff like that. Yes, you do. And you're very wonderful. I've had the opportunity to work with Danielle for, oh my gosh, so long now, over three and a half years. She's done healing sessions for me. She has channeled guides and helped me in my journey in my healing journey in my spiritual journey we are very close and actually it's pretty funny one of my healing guides has come to her and really emphasized the need to put this podcast into the world at this time (laughs) so that's why like this is happening right here and right now Um, yeah and it's a little difficult to even pinpoint exactly what i do because for everybody it's different you know, for you, sometimes it's just like giving you like your next steps, like do this particular thing, like go to church. One of your messages was, I know you're going to church, but become more involved in the church. Sometimes it's something that simple, where for other people, it's like, you know, exercise for 30 minutes a day. So it's hard to say like, oh, this is what I do, because everybody is on a different area of their path. So it's just about finding your next step. Yes. And so as much or as little as you'd like to share talk about how you came to do this work because this wasn't always a part of your life you were in a completely different industry so when you go back to career and life satisfaction and spiritual awakening and fertility and how rebirth and transformation what this this podcast is all about it all is interwoven in our stories and in our lives so we met on linkedin when you were doing something completely different and um we're in a different part of your life. So would you mind sharing about how you came into your spiritual journey and your healing journey and as much as you'd like to share in relation to to that? Yeah, absolutely. I was, um, so I was married an insurance agent for a very large reputable insurance company I had been for about 20 years I was you know full-time kids in daycare you know the the typical nine to five Monday through Friday run down stressed out burnt out as a full-time mom and full-time employee I was in a very stressful marriage it was an abusive relationship I did not realize I was in an abusive relationship for the majority of it. It took a long time for me to open my eyes and realize what was actually happening around me and the the stress and the burnout and that constant like feeling low. I thought that was normal for having young ones and marriage and mortgage and full-time jobs. And, you know, the more and more it came to light that I was in an abusive relationship, the way out and the way back home to myself was through healing and healing in a toxic environment is possible. It's not impossible because I did it, but it took two to three years to do what would have taken a year had I removed myself from the toxic environment. And once you start to realize the pieces of toxicity around you, you start to become more and more aware of what is toxic and what is not. Um, You start to realize what you deserve. Like you get to your low, low, lowest point and it's like, wait a second, I don't deserve this. And for me, it was through a lot of meditation, a lot of reading, connecting with a lot of people on LinkedIn is 
Odd as that sounds, LinkedIn was a very healing environment for me. I met a lot of friends, Allison being one of them, a lot of very close friends, people that it was just a completely different vibration in there in LinkedIn, really. Um, So the combination of starting to take care of myself, being aware of why I'm responding and reacting the way I am, how I was living most of my days in fear. And then I would go to work and I thought that was fine, you know? until that started to become more and more obviously toxic. And it was like, wait a second, all of these things had become normal over time because it doesn't happen all at once. It's it's like a slow buildup. And then one day you sit back and you're just like, wow, this is not the life I signed up for. And then it was a slow crawl back to to who I was. And that's that's when the Reiki started to come into my awareness, animal Reiki. And I did not want to work with humans. But the idea of working with animals always intrigued me. I knew I wanted out of the insurance industry. I knew I didn't want to be in a nine to five environment. I knew it was toxic. I knew my marriage was toxic. It was a slow progression to get to where I was going. And then COVID happened. Mm. And that was the... Thing, that was the switch. So I was on a slow progression. I had gotten my Reiki certifications. I was practicing here and there. I was meditating and spirit guides were coming through. I was in touch with some of my own loved ones and ancestors on a regular basis. Um, I went through a point of time where I thought I was losing my mind and needed to be locked up in a mental facility because none of this was normal. Then I started to remember things from my childhood and how this, in fact, was normal for me, you know, may not be a normal situation for somebody else or mirror somebody else's experiences. But this was normal for me. And I started to really get back in touch with who I was. Um, So back to COVID happened. It was the middle of March in New York. And we had my daughter's birthday party. And the next day, the whole world shut down. Like, can't leave your house. You got to wear a mask. I mean, we know. We, We were all there. And it was over the course of that two weeks, I realized I couldn't live like this. I didn't know how long we were going to be trapped in the house. My kids weren't escaping by going to school and daycare. I was working from home. It was a toxic work environment. And now I was bringing that into my toxic home. And it was, it was horrible. That was when I decided to have my husband removed from my home by the police and get an order of protection. That part, step one, within 30 days of that, I had a very toxic situation come up at work and uh, brought it to my superior's attention, who told me verbatim, you can deal with so-and-so's toxicity and attitude or you can go find yourself in the unemployment line. So I said, okay, unemployment it is. And I became a stay-at-home mom, a stay-at-home single mom almost overnight after working full-time 20 years, being the breadwinner. It was um, while I was healing from, I mean, because even though you know you're in a bad place and you get out of that, you break the tie with the reason why you feel the way you feel. In my case, my husband was removed from by the police and my home became a more peaceful environment, but there was still a lot of trauma stored inside of my body that I was now dealing with while trying to figure out how to single mom a three-year-old and a six-year-old. My daughter was being homeschooled. Nobody could come over and help because it was COVID. I could barely leave the house. The only place to go was in. It was literally the only place I had to go was to dig deep, 
go within, become very aware of myself. So doing the work and digging deep, you know, people are always like, well, what is that? It's observing everything that you do. Observe your thoughts, your actions, your feelings, and then question them. Why am I doing this? Why do I feel this way? Why is this emotion coming up? And then don't judge it. Just observe it without judgment And then go back to that and get to the root of that cause and effect. Why is it happening that way? Is there something there that needs to heal? That has been what I have been doing ever since. And that was three and a half years ago. So that never ends, by the way. Oh my goodness. I'm still doing that. Yes. And we are, we're all eternal students and we take what we learn and, and use those lessons. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. It just makes me think of that meme or that picture I sent you the other day where it's like, since 2019, I've learned so many lessons that I feel like it's enough for four different lives. Um, yes, for yeah. sure. I, and I it know is. a lot of people will relate to that. So COVID was de- a couple things. COVID was definitely a catalyst for many people to wake up and make different decisions about their life because- As hard um, as it was, I am so grateful for 2020. As as horrible oh. of a year as that was across the board, I am so deeply grateful because of how it impacted me and my life. Yeah. I'm, I'm, completely with you on that. I mean, my life is completely different since then myself changing careers and going through, you know, mental health journey and just continuing on that path and opening up and waking up spiritually as well. So I get that. Um, What I want to commend you on and recognize that our listeners can recognize maybe within themselves is what it takes to have that courage to make a choice. Because in every decision that we have, it is a choice that we can make. And going within and taking that time to really listen and understand in spite of what has happened to us in the past and any traumas that we've experienced and in spite of maybe outsiders that are weighing in on maybe different situations that are going on in our lives it really it only comes down to us and our personal responsibility to have courage to make those choices and you made those choices that put your life in a different direction and it kind of comes full circle in going back to yourself and coming back to yourself and and unlearning the things that maybe that were passed down or that you were taught that's a big part of it um having to be aware and conscious of the things that are happening in your life and then we can take those lessons and teach part of what you do as I know, is teach others and guide others and coach others and heal others in that way back to themselves. That is one of the uniqueness that you have within you. So I just want to commend you on that. And as an example for others, that when you're in those dark places and when you are in that time of trauma and not knowing what's going on around you and having to be the caregiver and be the mom. I mean, mom first and foremost, certainly because you have little ones Mm -hmm. to look out for, but it is, it all comes back to you and really making that choice to choose yourself first and foremost. One of the first things I remember, one of the first things I learned was, and I did a lot of reading about it. And then a lot of physical testing with it was what my intuition was versus my ego. Mm. Um, because I was not used to making like, this was all new. The single mom thing was new. Being home all day was new. All of the rules and regulations with COVID were new. Homeschooling was new. 
I was not emotionally handling a lot of things very well. Like even food shopping was new. Um, I was only shopping for me and my two kids. I no longer had to buy the things for the person that didn't live here anymore. Then there was like an emotional trauma. Like I broke down crying in the supermarket. But these battles, these internal battles that we have, um, learning how intuition felt versus how ego felt was huge in being able to move forward. Because even when I didn't have the wherewithal to make a decision, I relied back on, okay, I need to feel into my intuition and find the fear behind that ego response. And that was huge in healing and moving, especially with the kids. I was able to even teach my children what intuition feels like versus that back and forth feeling of ego. So we all started functioning like that a little bit better. And the fun part of it is when you start to rely on your intuition is as illogical as that intuitive guidance may be like kick your husband out of the house and quit your job, that (laughs) kind of guidance, like the crazy stuff that is when your support system, your spiritual support system steps in. So like the universe literally has your back. So long as you do, you stay on the path that you're supposed to be on and you're true to yourself. Being in an abusive relationship and in a toxic work environment, doing something I really did not enjoy doing anymore. Like the thought of going to work made me physically cringe at that point of my career. And following that intuitive guidance, as much as I had to be forced into it by circumstances, was the best decision I ever made because my spiritual support team was like, okay, here we go. She's ready. Here we are. Get to work. And it was a whole different world because now even relying on my intuition, it was like I would follow my intuition and out of nowhere, support would just appear. It would be like a check in the mail, a supportive phone call, a podcast with the exact information that I need to go do something later that day that I was planning only in my head. Like these crazy messages would come through just in the nick of time. Um, And it was because I was following that guidance as crazy as it felt at the time. And now it's just how we live our lives. It is. It is. It gives me like tingles. It's like trusting and then the little steps. And first off, the only way is through. Like there's no other way besides moving forward. There's just no other way. And when it gets really tough, just moving forward, even if it's the littlest step, but it's so fun when those synchronicities come and you're just like, yes, I like, you know, the signs like, okay, this is exactly what I needed to hear. Or the revelation comes for what you needed to unlearn or what you needed to let go of, or what you needed to learn or what you needed to see to have the courage to make the next choice. I do want to go back really quickly before we wrap it up, because I know you're someone that I will love to have on here multiple times in the future, and you have a lot of insight and things to share. But one thing that you touched on, because many of our listeners are going to be parents, is having that relationship with your children to have that open communication about what we're learning. So you touched on teaching your kids a little bit about intuition and ego. I think that is amazing. And even today I had, before we were stepping on to record this, like I had this little hit of message intuition spirit that one day I want to have a conversation with my daughter for this podcast just to talk about some of the things that we've been open about communicating. But talk a little bit about how you've talked to your children about 
some of these things, especially like intuition and like maybe ego or some of that negative self-talk, if you wouldn't mind. Um, so the negative self-talk, uh, Charlie has ADHD and I don't know if it comes with ADHD or not, but he very quickly gets down on himself and starts with the negative self-talk and he does a lot of talking out loud. So anything in his, that's going on in his head is coming right out of his mouth. Um, so he'll be like, this is why I'm stupid. This is why I never do anything right. So I immediately stop them in their tracks. I'm like, well, first of all, don't talk to my son like that. I will not allow you to talk to my son like that. And then start feeding him with the positive affirmations and have him repeat after me. Uh, a lot of times we'll do it in the morning. Like I am smart. I am confident. I am proud. I am loved. I am adorable. Like things like that specifically targeting both of my kids, if they start to get down on themselves. So I, whatever it is that they're saying. So in Charlie's case, this is why I'm stupid. So I bring up a lot of things like I am smart. I am confident. I am creative. So like, those are three that will target the, I am stupid one. Uh, so things like that, the intuition with kids, this stuff is so easy with kids. We complicate everything. So these conversations with my kids are like super simple. Intuition is the feeling before the thought. I didn't have to say much more than that to them. I go, you know that that feeling you get right before you have the words in your head, the thought, that feeling. They, they're like, yeah, yeah, that's your intuition. The thought when you go, well, maybe this or maybe that or maybe this or maybe that. I go, that is fear, which is ego. They go, oh, okay. So the feeling is what to go on. Like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. And like, yeah. they just had it like that. Kids, like I said, are so easy. Uh, one thing I covered with Charlie recently, he was upset about having to go somewhere and it was like, it's gonna be boring. It's gonna be horrible. He's six and he's like screaming and overdramatic and proclaiming and stating how it's going to be. So we had a talk about uh, the 12 universal laws and the one in particular, the law of attraction and that what you put out there is what you're going to get back. And, and how, if you say it's going to be boring, it's going to be horrible, then it is because you're telling the universe and then they're going, okay, here you go. This is what you wanted on a silver platter. Mm -hmm. um, so I said, don't say that. What we're going to do is I'm afraid it's going to be boring. So let's find some things that will keep me from feeling that way. Let's make sure. So that way, when I go, it's going to be fun and exciting and whatever the opposite of boring and terrible is to a six-year-old boy. And that redirection and that explaining, and I said to him, this is just how the world works. There's nothing you can do about it. These are the laws. That's just how it works. And he was, okay, went in his room, got something that he could keep himself entertained at the location he was going to be at. And it was so simple because they're little. There's not all that yes. clutter in their brains. <laughs> no, no, not all the passed down all the things that we have. Mm -hmm. uh, but I will warn we, you, you have to be careful, especially with the older ones. I will warn, especially all the moms out there, your older children will call you out on your BS when you're not walking your talk. When mm -hmm. they really start to learn, they start to hold you accountable. 
And it's those moments that you have to check yourself before you reprimand them because they're right. You're, yes. you're not walking your talk, you know, yeah. and it takes you by surprise the first time. It's like, oh, you sound like one of my spirit guides. <laughs> <laughs> but they're watching, they're listening, and what gets repeated is what stays. And I just love the, how you were talking. It really is simple. We don't need to overcomplicate it. And I look forward to hearing more in the work that you do on those 12 spiritual laws. So um, what are you up to now? So a couple things. What are you working on right now? We'll put how our listeners can contact you, but how folks would be able to get in touch with you if you wanted to work with you. I can certainly vouch for Danielle's healing, for her tarot card readings and oracle card readings certainly wonderful magical for sure for sure so um yeah work what are you working on right now so i am right now i primarily work with people who are just starting on their spiritual path um and i have not been putting content out on any of my social media so right now i'm working on putting things together um to the Basics, the 12 universal laws, gratitude, um, intuition versus ego, the basics, uh, moon cycles, how to work with the moon, just information like that. So I'm putting content together for people who are just starting to dabble and just starting to, to get their feet wet a little bit. They have some basics, like the 101 roadmap to your spiritual journey. Um, so I'm working on that. And then I'm always offering sessions and working with people one-on-one -on -one and things like that. Exactly. What's your website? It is healinggoddess22.com. Perfect. Yes, I know. I, I just wanted you to share it. <laughs> um, awesome. And well, that is I... also basically how you can find me anywhere. Healing Goddess 22. You'll find me on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Instagram. And that is my email address at gmail.com. Yeah, perfect. So for anybody who wants to reach out and get in touch with you and um, just really in closing, is there anything that um, pops in that you'd like to share? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite all right. My mind just went completely blank. That's all right. That's okay. Um, no, I appreciate you coming on and being my first guest and for the role that you've played in my life as a friend and as a mentor and teacher and guide and all of those things. So I am so grateful for you and for the kick, I guess, through my healing guide to uh, move this along. So I just appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be moving forward if, um, you hadn't played a part. So thank you so much. The nudges. And thank you for having me. I love, I always love chatting with you, but I like this. I like doing this on Zoom where I can see you. We need to do this more often, podcast or not. I like this. Right. Yeah, it's fun. We will. Yeah. We will. Yeah. When we can yeah. connect for sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. So for those that are listening, please subscribe to Spiritual Fertility. Write a review to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts to help us grow. Share with a friend who is a mom, who is somebody who is on their spiritual journey, who is looking for help and guidance and inspiration and tools for their own growth and journey and also just how to you know live their best life and make the choices every day that we need to make to have life and career satisfaction and be the best that we can be 
Thank you very much. And we will talk to everybody soon. Bye-bye.